Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 426, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? How's it going, parts? It's going okay. I'm a little, uh, I don't like you being on the opposite side of the screen today. How, what caused that? Uh, because I popped when my microphone wasn't working, I popped out and popped back in. So now you're on. Oh, there. can we, re- we can't rearrange us? I don't know. It might take us off the, uh, off oh, the that's true. It's just messing with my head a little bit. I'll survive. I can, I can overcome this adversity. Speaking of adversity, how are you doing over there? I'm doing. Florida? I'm doing all right. You finally, after two years plus, you you caught it, huh? I I caught it. Not I've been, too bad though. I've been double vaxxed. I've been uh, boosted. I've worn plexiglass over my face. Right. Masking when I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Sleeping in different rooms, and I still ended up getting it. Yeah, well, did you quarantine from Susie when she tested positive? Like, just stayed away from her completely, or did you kind of... Yeah, but, you know, it's the dumbest thing. Yeah. This thing's, like, supposedly so contagious, and she came home last week, and she had her cough, and I said, oh, that's not good. She went to work for two days, and then they said, you you don't sound good. Why don't you test? And she tested, and she calls me on the way home. Yeah, I got COVID. I'm like, oh, that's great. Well, I slept next to her for two freaking nights. Before that, before she tested, before that whole thing. So then I decide I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep in the in the Defont Leroy recording studios, right? Because I can have some noise yeah. on. I was putting on some sports talk radio on the computer. It was beautiful, yeah. laying on the couch. It was gorgeous. And then I woke up for golf, and I felt the. Now I have to throat. interrupt you for a second. You have two guest bedrooms, and you chose to sleep on the futon in the studio it, instead. No, it's not. No, it's a, it's a beautiful couch. It has two recliners. That's not a futon. That's a. No, I know, but like, why don't you go in the uh, in the Gary Aruda guest suite? Uh, I just, I, I don't know. I'm a bum. I'm like just a, still a college idiot. You'd just rather be on the couch and hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's messed up. You have two guest bedrooms and you slept in the office. I mean, I have one with an ensuite too. And I have a TV, I know. big 30 inch or no, it's a like a 50 inch. I was going to say, it's going to be Cassiano. at least a 48. Yeah. I'm getting rid of my 50 inch. You want it for your guest room? Hell yeah. Sure, throw it in there. And yet, there you are, hanging out. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue your story. Uh, so, you know, I got this. I woke up, and I got the scratchy throat. I said, oh, no. Because at that so point, I went, I, you could have blamed it on allergies, but you know, in the back of your mind, yeah. you've got to know it's that. Yeah. 
so I, I went and played golf. And I told the guys, I said, I just, I got a scratchy throat. My nose is running. I don't, I'm not going to have lunch with you guys. And like, all right, that's, that's cool. So went home. I was kind of tired, slept the afternoon. And then I looked at my whoop numbers when I woke up Sunday and they were not good. My respiratory rate was not good parts. Yeah. See, I don't know what the baseline is, but it seemed like it was giving you warnings. It told me that it was elevated. And they said like early on that, they said, although they can't scientifically prove anything, that it was one of the indicators of people testing with COVID like days right. before. Said their right. respiratory rate. Were so I felt like I, I'd just been sneezy, just blowing my nose and sneezing. And then I said, all right, I'm going to I'm going to take the test. And I took it Sunday night. And do you do did you do the one with the double lines? Yeah, like a pregnancy and, test. Yeah. Yeah. And it was you're supposed to let it go for 20 minutes. So I set the timer on the microwave. Yeah. Grabbed a couple suds, started heading into the uh Defont and the Roy recording studios. I glanced down, I saw those two lines with the like bright red. You know, it's not going backwards at that point. Not going back. They tell you to wait. I'm like, that's fine. I'll I'll run it out, but it's not, it's not going back. It's not going in the opposite direction at that it's point. It's not gonna go the opposite. That's correct. Yeah. But yeah, the so, scratchy throat's going. It's just just sneezing, constantly sneezing and blowing my nose. Yeah. But the good news is I, I could smell the mud this morning, this afternoon. So you haven't lost the sense of smell yet? Well, yesterday, things tasted a little goofy. Oh, see, that's what happened to me. Just off, like, things tasted different. Not that I lost li- my sense of taste. It just a everything little, tasted different. Just a little tiny. It was a little different. And you know how you said, didn't you say the co- the burnt taste? Yeah. I, I She was making um McMuffins. And usually I could smell like the eggs and stuff, but all mm-hmm. I smelled was the um, English muffin and it smelled burnt to me. Hmm. Did it taste like that when you ate it too? Yeah, it tasted a little burnt too. Hmm. But she didn't burn it. No. Yeah, that's, no. yeah, you maybe you got that same. Because that's the thing that messes with you is like, you, you know, like she thinks she got it from somebody at work and not in Rhode Island when she went up there because the girl she works with her and her husband had it. Well, Supposedly the other day he's over it, but he had vertigo, and that's like a sign of. That's like a after a symptom. Yeah. yeah. So that's what messes with you. Yeah, because you don't want any of that nonsense. No. After the fact, yeah. No. So now, how long are you on your quarantine? Oh, I'm not. I'm not quarantined. No. No. How long are you gonna take off of golf? Oh, I was planning on playing today. Yeah, you didn't yeah, play me and though. Kurt were gonna play. Yeah, because it's not like you're gonna be hugging each other on the golf course. No, no, we walk. Yeah. So, and he, because he, he tested when he got off a cruise. Yeah, and his girlfriend said, "What are you gonna do if you test positive?" She's like, "I'm just gonna run it by the guys and tell them I won't get close to them." But yeah, right. I won't go. I won't go indoors or do any of that stuff until I test right. negative. Yeah. But no, I'm not. It's 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 here to stay, Bill. Oh yeah, I mean as long as you don't feel like crap. It's here to stay. Yeah, like you're not gonna go visit nursing homes and volunteer your time at this point. Correct. Correct. Probably not the best move, but playing golf and as long you know, the guys that you play with, if they know, then no harm, no foul. Not gonna get near anybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, early on, you, you had to not try gonna to go be a inside little... and like giving high fives to Darren. No, and, no, I'm not know... going to do that. If people approach me when I'm walking roadie, I'm going to let them know that I have COVID. We told 
a couple yeah. people yesterday, like they were kind of coming up. Kristen's like, "Yeah, we both have COVID." So, and they're like, "Oh, okay, thanks for letting us." Just you know, just a little common sense, but yeah, I mean, if you're walking the vaccines outside, are out there, the drugs are yeah. out there. It's here to stay, so we got to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, you're walking outside and someone comes close to you, you tell them out of courtesy. But other than that, there's not a whole lot. Plus, really what did we learn that you have to be within? close proximity for like 10 or 15 minutes right a, a decent amount of time like right. you're not going to go to a, you're not going to go to you know boma buffet in the next couple of days right but yeah. if i go to Publix to pick up hamburgers and buns and get right. in and out i'm not giving it to anybody what else is new that's probably been the lead story for uh yeah that's the lead in, story in the compound i would imagine yeah else like i said they just announced that uh the live golf field for the first tournament or most of it anyway they got like 42 out of the oh i haven't that's, that, look at that i just scrolled down facebook and it sure as hell golf digest plays confirmed for the first live golf event we've got the west with you know who else was kevin nah yep he's on there ian polta louis ustaven a Dick lot of Bland, the like, I don't even know who that is. Richard Blair, he's like fifty years old. That's the thing. A lot of these guys are past their prime now. Like even these Sergio, all... he's not doing anything. These old are all washouts. Yeah, all washouts. They're all washouts. They're all has beens or never was, except for DJ. He's the only one. Like you wouldn't be shocked if DJ still won a major at this point in his career. But other than him, every single other person on that list would be a pretty big shock if they even contended in a major. My only concern with this with this league mm-hmm. is it it's a, it sounds like it's a Ponzi scheme. It doesn't seem like there's. I mean, the Saudis just have so much money. I they just have they so much about... money, but it's not sustainable. So you're not going to make this money. So okay, so you have whatever money up front. I think they are going to make the money because the Saudis will just lose money. They don't if they lose a billion dollars a year on it, they don't care. All that oil money. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then they they could back out at any time. Well, that's true. What are you gonna go take them to court? Exactly. yeah, exactly. No, you're I mean, absolutely just, right on that part. It's just a Ponzi scheme, it sounds like to me. And again, what yeah, I if they, would pay, I grab if it? they pay DJ twenty five million dollars up front, it's hard to blame them for doing it. Yeah, I mean it it depends what you want in life. Ironically, notice no Phil Mickelson on that list. I would think I, I think you want to compete, don't you? Like, yeah, but after they offered all Jack that... 100, 100 million, they offered Jack. What did he say? Screw. Yeah, Jack's not. Yeah. A, I mean, Jack. Yeah, Jack's. He didn't make a lot of money playing golf. Tiger Woods He's told got... him to screw. Every all the yeah. all your they want to win. Holding a trophy. I think there's a little more to that story about hell. Jack, though. You think so? I think there's a little more of the story about Jack. I think that I, I think there'll be more to come out on that, but that's just what what I've been uh, reading in different places. Rumors that he may not have told him to screw. They may have told him to screw, and now he's spinning it for PR reasons. Oh, uh, okay. Which would make him the biggest weasel in the whole <laughs> in this whole thing, <laughs> if that ends up being the case. But it's interesting. Like, as far as, like, a curiosity, like, train wreck standpoint, it intrigues me. I want to see what's going on. Like, who these defectors are going to be. This is the USFL. 
Right, but all those guys we, got welcomed right back in. This is the USFL. Now, nah, USFL had some good players, though. Yeah, they did. Well, Dustin Johnson's a good player. Yeah, but they had a lot more than that. They had Reggie White, Herschel Walker. And, and, and they had Trump, and they had a lot of upfront money, and right. they played at Giant Stadium in front of 2,000 people. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Oh, the There's No, people aren't going to watch this. It's not even going to be on TV. Where are they going to broadcast this? Just streaming? Like, they're talking about how they want to compete against the Masters. Yeah. Like, dude, like, why don't, you, why don't you play it, like, for us golf-thirsty people and have your tournaments be Monday through Wednesday? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it at that point. I mean, there's probably some good ideas that they have because it's so different, the, the team aspect and no cuts and having less holes. I don't like the shotgun thing, though, because that means it's only going to be on for five hours at a time. It's not going to be an all-day event. Oh, you're gonna be on like 13A, 13B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were playing Augusta National and it's a shotgun and you start on 12? You're like, what the you're hell? You start on, on Amen Corner. Yeah, that would be fun. TPC huh? Sawgrass. You start on the Island Green 17. There's no Make drama a 10 coming and you're down completely the out of the tournament. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a bad idea, but who knows? I'll still be interested to see what happens going forward. When is the first tournament? It's in June. Next isn't it? week. It's next week. That's why they have to announce the field finally. They hadn't announced a single player, and it's it's literally next week. June 9th is the first the first day. That's probably the best one of the day. Best one. You think so? You think that was the best one of the day? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, on that note, should we take our first break here and uh get into the meat of the episode? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do that. We are back from break, episode number 426 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we are going to talk about our top comfort food spots at Walt Disney World. So what what prompted this? You were uh, not feeling up to 100% and you kind of had a hankering for something that a uh, little bit of comfort food make you feel Yeah, we better? got some, some dirty pizza and, and uh, grinders. Mm-hmm. One night, and then I made a beautiful beef stew, which I sent you a picture of. Yeah, I saw that. That was, ah, nice. That was good. Nice Guinness beef stew. Oh, sounds pretty good. Oh. Yeah. So now you're thinking that you had that mindset. So now you want to get like the comfort food, maybe something brings you back to a certain place or picks you up when you're not feeling great, either physically or mentally, and yeah, just gets you going. 
you know, I mean, there's there's not many places that I would less rather be if I was feeling real crappy than like Walt Disney. I don't think I'd want to be at Disney hanging out if I felt like crap. No, there's a lot going on. That's not the best place to be. So take that part out of it. But otherwise, if you just had those food options at your fingertips when you weren't feeling good, then where would you end up going? So you ranked them, huh? Five to one. I ranked them. I did a lot of research here, parts. I mean, I did, I did a lot of research as well. I have a, I have a list. I have some uh, honorable mentions. So I guess we should just get right into it then. Do you want to start with your number five? My number my number five is beaches and cream. Interesting. And we are going to have the beaches and cream grilled cheese with creamy tomato soup. You know what's funny? What is that? Was my exact same thing for number five grilled cheese with tomato soup i mean it doesn't get any more comforting and homey like that's the perfect stay home from school isn't it like meal that your mom would make you if you stayed home watching the prices right and you get the grilled cheese and the tomato soup right oh yeah this one maybe a little bit a little bit better than that version perhaps because you said this the uh the tomato soup is really good there isn't oh, it? it was yeah real good and then you can add bacon or ham because, of course, you need some protein on that. On the grilled cheese? You know what? Yes. I, I'm not a big fan of uh, extra stuff on the grilled cheese. Oh, see, I like, I like, I like some bacon. Bacon? Okay. I can and if it's cooked bacon. perfectly and you bite through it and it just pops right off, like it's not on the cook where you got to pull the sandwich around. That's the problem. Like yep. the ham never works on a grilled cheese because you take the bite and the whole ham slides out. Right. Nope. You got to have the bacon cooked. The bacon can work. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what else I can once in a while do if it's just right is a slice of tomato in the grilled cheese. Oh, oh, all day. I always do tomato on my grilled cheese. I do so tomato more good. than I do bacon. Yeah, I would pick tomato over bacon, definitely. But uh, in the, like with the tomato soup, I think I just go straight up grilled cheese with the tomato soup. There. And you got to have the good cheese. You got to have the boar's head white American. Yeah, it's got, American works best on a grilled cheese. It just melts. It, American cheese is great for grilled cheeses and cheeseburgers, and not much else. Um, actually, I like them in omelets. American cheese? Yeah. In yeah, an I'll omelet? Some, oh, that's a surprise. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll do that in an omelet. And Kristen makes the best scrambled eggs, and she'll she'll uh, melt American cheese into scrambled eggs. See, I always go with cheddar when it's with eggs. A nice sharp cheddar, mm-hmm. like in an omelet or with scrambled eggs. That's interesting. I'm not saying it would be bad. I just. Never thought of it because it's always a slice with American cheese. Like you're not getting grated American cheese. Like I like shredded cheese for an omelet. Yeah, but I could see how a slice of American because it melts so well. It would just it would melts perfect in there. Just yeah. evenly melts. I mean, there are some other obviously since this is both of our number five. There are some other good comfort food options at Beaches and Cream. I mean, it's that yeah, no doubt diner place. I mean, if you're in the mood for a dirter. French dip. I don't, I mean, that's a definitely, that's not like a feeling sick food, the French dip, but that's definitely a comfort food kind of sandwich. Oh, yeah. With that little bowl of au jus and you just dip that. Chris and I were actually talking about that, how we used to get them at Cello's. The French dip? The French dip. I used to, they had the best roast beef sandwich. Really? Oh. See, I don't like roast beef. I don't like roast beef. beef? Not that much. I don't. What are we going to, Give, send me to Waltz? No, I was going to send you oh. to Cello's like some Friday night for takeout. 
You know what? It's so expensive now. Every all cellos is? Are, oh, cellos is so expensive. We did take out there last summer. I don't even remember what we got, and it was like $75 for takeout for like the four of us. I think I got clam cakes and chowder, which used to be cheap, and now that's expensive. And then like the girls got kids' meals, and Sarah got like a salad. It ended up being like 70 bucks or something. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was a lot. That's why I don't go to those places. I used to do takeout like my parents if they wanted takeout. Yeah. And I would go pick it up or whatever. But that's why I don't eat at those places. Because if I'm going to pay 70 bucks for a roast beef sandwich, I'll just spend 120 and get a nice ribeye. You get a steak, yeah. Like even, I mean, this is going to be, we talk about cellos, but same thing. Like Restaurant 99, the girls wanted to do takeout from there the other day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I wasn't that hungry. I just wanted something simple. So I got chicken fingers and French fries. And it was like fifteen forty nine for that. Ugh. That's like Disney prices for chicken yeah. fingers and French fries. And they're not that good. I mean, 99 is okay, but it's not great. It used to be appealing because you could eat cheap. Like everything was seven ninety nine or nine ninety nine. Now everything's doubled. I know it's everywhere is like that. So, I mean, did you hear that gas prices went up 26 cents? today yeah in sarasota did you yeah sarasota, I, did I did hear that so yeah. it's not just the restaurants it's everywhere so i'm not i'm not oblivious to that but regardless yeah definitely i mean the, the grilled cheese and tomato soup is an easy number one pick at, at no brainer is cream. it yeah strawberry shortcake seems like a comfort food dessert too i see that on i mean obviously the ice cream is the star of the show there but a strawberry shortcake that's probably a good option for comfort. Because the problem with the ice cream is you're, you're talking you got an upset stomach too, and that. Well, that's what you got to take out of it sometimes. If it's if it's sick, comfort food, that's not what you want. But if it's like you're missing home comfort food, then the ice cream's not a bad option. So I have some of both in my choices. I think you're mostly thinking like if you're sick, comfort. Yeah. Food, right. Yeah. So yeah. I have a little bit of both in mind. All right, so what do you have next for your number four? We are going to Hollywood Studios and 50s Primetime Cafe. Okay, so that one that one made my honorable mention, mostly oh. because I figured it was going to be on your list. Because they, I Bill, mean, they, you know me with my soup. Mm-hmm. They have a beautiful chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle. That's the quintessential comfort food. Like and it's in in it's in the bowl that you would get from grandma's house, mm-hmm. which makes it even better. It's and then, you know, that it's my entree. It's often on the menu, so I'm just saying it's on the menu now, and it's going to be grandma's chicken pot pie. Okay, even though it's not right at this, on the it's menu not right. At, it's not it on the be. menu now, but it, it, it could goes, be any it, day. Yeah, it's off and on. That's actually a good. Uh... That's a good one too. Comfort food, chicken pot pie. That's hard nice to Nice chicken pot pie, huh? Because you think of the like the Marie Calendars, like frozen chicken pot pie that you throw in the toast oven. For... Those things. Why do chicken pot pies take so long to cook? I want to know. Have you ever I noticed that? Like they're like thirty-five minutes in a toaster oven. No, yeah, even pie. more because we do it in the oven. It's I think you got to do it at four hundred or four twenty-five for like a good 45 minutes right? yeah 45 to 50 minutes yep it's crazy i don't understand it i guess just because it's frozen block solid it's you know heat what up we've and gotten bubble. and i like it better because the meat it's actually a little leaner as i get the turkey pot pies oh interesting okay yep we've noticed that the that the meat is just a little leaner sometimes you get like that 
piece of chicken that you got to chew a little bit. A little gristly. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Chicken pot. I haven't had a frozen chicken pot pie in probably 20 years. Oh my God. I get them all the time. I'll always have a box for like those nights where like nobody wants to cook. Mm hmm. Problem is, you got to really plan ahead for that because it is like a good hour investment. And then oh, it takes yeah. like another hour to cool off before you can eat it after you take it out of the oven. Yeah. It's well, so what I do hot. is I, I just pop it. I just pop it out of the socket and then I just cut it up with my fork and then I let oh, it go. Oh, just for let about it cool five minutes. Like, yeah. There you go. That's true. Yeah. So, like I said, 50s made my, uh, my honorable mention. So I could definitely see how that would be on there. I haven't had that soup. Even though I saw it on the menu, I was just thinking more of like the the fried chicken or the pot roast. It's very like traditional homey. Yeah, place. all I the, mean, the whole restaurant that way. So I just don't like the meatloaf there. And that hurts me. So I can't go with the platter. My number four, you're going to give me a hard time for this one because you're going to call me a, a homer or a cheerleader. But I'm more up again. This isn't like the being sick comfort food. This is like the stick to your ribs and you really want something hearty and. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is the uh, Regal Eagle Smokehouse at Epcot in the American Adventure Pavilion. Really, you, you got want some good ribs. barbecue. See, because you're thinking sick. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking yeah, okay. like you want something hearty. You got the ribs. You got the chicken. You can get the, the smoked pork butt or the brisket. They have the American platter: three meats, a choice of sides, and garlic toast. You know, do you I mean, do you chuckle like a twelve year old when you say the word meat, or is that just me? Just you, I think. Okay. And there's mac and cheese. Like a, a nice mac and cheese is a good comfort food, and they have oh, a, a if mac it's and done cheese. if it's done right. Yeah, or baked even baked beans. Like their sides are probably better than the entrees there. They have house made pickles, baked beans with burnt ends, mac and cheese, beer battered onion rings. I mean, those are all great comfort food like filthy comfort food sides and then a banana pudding remember that banana pudding we had from that that uh place near your house that we went to the, oh the, the, the trailer the trailer park yeah remember how good did you ever try that banana pudding yeah it was so good wasn't that it? that was one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life that, like we had food. all that dirty food that was amazing and then that banana pudding we had ribs like and that smoked uh what the was smoked that smoked fish yeah Everything was so good. That place went out of business, though, huh? Yep. They all do. There's another place that did ribs and burgers. Oh, Best that food. River Roost place? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Just can't, yeah. They, you can't, they can't market and sell it. Yeah. You have the best product in the world. His food was phenomenal. His prices were right there. Everything was good and fresh. And he just couldn't sell enough. Do you think that middle ground is just not like doable for a small restaurant? It's Cause hard because if, pe- if people want something that's real, like if they want something cheap, they want to go super cheap, like Applebee's or fast food, like McDonald's. If they want something high end, they're not going to go to a food truck for it. You know what I mean? Like it almost isn't a blind spot for people. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, people I, yeah, don't want to spend a little bit extra. It's yeah, it's I don't know what the reason is. I just wonder, just kind of thinking out loud. But what? So you don't? You're probably not super impressed with my number four there. No, it's fine. Really, that's an okay pick. All right, I thought you were going to kill me for that one. 
All right, what do you have for your uh, your next one, your number three? I have, My number three is at Epcot, the Rose mm-hmm. and Crown Pub and Dining Room. I thought that might make it on your list. Okay. Because we're so going to do the soup, whatever the soup of the day is. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, because I will eat any type <clears throat> of soup. Right, right, of course. And then we're going with the shepherd's pie. Classic, mm. classic yeah, that's dish. A good one. It's so good there. I thought maybe you were going to say the uh, the prime rib, but... You've been talked out of that from there, haven't you? Oh no, the corned beef. I'm sorry, corned beef and cabbage. I got I got talked out of it that that night just because the waitress said that it was fatty. That day, yeah. I did end up getting it though another time, and it was just perfect. It was good, yeah. Because that's a good comfort food dish for a different reason. I uh, made that last week too, just an FYI. Oh yeah, corned beef and cabbage. You know how much? You know how much the corned beef was? Uh, per pound or the total? The total. So it's probably a three-pound piece, right? Three, yeah, three change, under four. So under four pounds, I'm going to say it was probably like 36 bucks. $36, yeah. It was $37. Yeah. I, I just I, I just started laughing. $9 a pound. Nine that's change like, a pound. Yeah. That's what I used to pay for ribeye a couple a year right. ago. Yeah. I've noticed some stuff starting to come down just a little bit, like chicken. It's starting to come back. You can find it on sale, $1.99 a pound again. But it's still, the red meat is still high. That's, I mean, corned beef is red meat, so it's still going to be pretty high. What else? Anything else about uh, Rose and Crown? But you're going with the just every, pie and that's the that's one of those restaurants where all five or six. Now you're not the... worried about the soup being like a beef and barley or something. No. Okay. Would you eat, would you order a beef and bar- if they said like if you went and said what's the soup of the day? Just a normal day. Yes. And they said the beef and barley, you're going to try it, you think? No doubt. Yep. Okay. See, that does, that kind of soup doesn't appeal to me, but I'm picky. I like soup, but I don't. I only like certain kinds. Like, I'm never going to get, like, a vegetable soup or a minestrone. Or oh, I'll do like any that. any type of soup. Yeah, you're, you're down with it. I'm, I'm a huge, huge, huge soup guy. Okay, so speaking of soup, my next one, we're sticking in Epcot. I'm going over... To a place that may be on your list. And you just talked so highly of it, I had to put it on there. And we're at the Katsura Grill. Huh. And we're getting udon noodles. Huh. Because, did I steal one of yours? You did not, actually. Oh, okay. Because I did not. When I'm sick, sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, you just make that cheap 33 cent ramen noodles with the chicken, the little chicken flavor. And that's like the classic thing. Like when you were sick, like when you're old enough to stay home by yourself, that's what you'd make. You throw the tea kettle on for a few minutes, pour the boiling water over the the noodle packet, let it sit, and just eat two or three packs of that. Get all that sodium. But that udon noodle, that's like the grown up, like real gourmet version of that. So it's hard to go wrong with that. I'm thinking, you know, that's like the best soup you want when you're not feeling good. Maybe not the shrimp, maybe the beef when you're not feeling good. You might want to avoid seafood, but overall, like a night's broth with the noodles, you can't go wrong. No. Probably wouldn't get anything else. Although they do have a ramen. They have a pork ramen entree outside of the udon noodle bowls. I've had their chicken there. Their chicken entrees are good too. Chicken cutlet curry or the teriyaki chicken? I got the curry. Oh, I like curry. It was. I've good. never had a Japanese curry. That sounds interesting. We gotta go hit that place. That that place is so overlooked. Well, it's so far out of the not it's, out of the way, it, but it's tucked back. 
Yeah. So people, a lot of people don't even know it. I mean, that pavilion is so big. It's the, so You get big, distracted so by stuff. And no, a tip is that, you know, when they're having the concert series there, you're 10 feet away from the stage at the American That's true. pavilion. Yeah. So I've sat out there a couple times with, with Mr. Willing. Mm-hmm. And and had in my entree there, and we listened to the band. Just listen. You're not sitting there, but you can hear it loud and clear. Yeah, I can hear it loud and clear. We're now, can you see it? Koi fish? No, you can't see it because they have um, all the, the trees, the bonsai. Yeah, right. The... But you could hear it really well. Yeah, hear it perfect. No, that's good. Very interesting. So yeah, that's my number three. I'm actually surprised. I almost didn't put it on the list because I thought it was going to be on yours. Yep, but. Do you regret not picking it now after I had said it? Uh, no, no, because okay. um, you're, you're as we transition into my number two, mm-hmm. I actually had that Katsura grill on there. Oh, okay. And I took it off and I put it on. And I took it off again. Okay. And my number two, this is crazy. This is mind boggling. My number two is Tokyo Dining. Oh, okay. Because I'm having the exactly what you said the udon i'm having the yaki udon this is okay, a japanese so is... stir fry udon noodles beef and vegetables in a sweet tangy sauce that sounds pretty good doesn't that sound good and the only reason i put it in is because i thought maybe the sit down might have a step above katsura grill as far as maybe udon is yeah i mean it sounds like more like a it doesn't sound like it's as much of a soup as the one at the katsura grill though because they're calling it a sauce instead of a broth. I wonder if yeah. it's more of like a... But it still would probably be excellent. I can't... I mean, that place was really good when we that went That was really good. Last Illuminations. That was very yep. good. Yep. And I'm, and I'm going to wash it down with a green tea. Ooh. Which you could... Yeah, that's a good move. A tea when you're sick? Nothing better than that, is there? Nothing better. And I got hooked on the green tea. I never had one until Kristen... Let me try hers a couple years ago. I'm like, this is delicious. It's a different flavor. I don't love it as much as like a black right. tea, but it's definitely it's got a more grassy flavor to me, which I don't like. And but... I get the iced green tea. Yeah, yeah, because you had me try some of that and I didn't like it. Yeah, you all. still weren't not a green tea guy, but that's okay. Everyone likes different. That's things. right. That's right. Different strokes for different folks. It's the best one of the day, right there. Best one of the day. That's the best one of the day. Now, my number two, again, you're going to kill me for it being uh, a cheerleader. But how can you not get Addie Mae's chicken and dumpling soup when you're not feeling good from Chef Art Smith's homecoming? You knew it was going to be on my list. I mean, you had to mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... This is like the traditional, it's basically chicken noodle soup. I mean, they say chicken and dumplings, but if you look at a picture of this, the dumplings are like noodles. Big pieces of chicken. Put that on chicken. the screen if you can. Yeah, give me a second. I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at this thing now. I mean, look at that thing. Yeah. I mean, that does not look like the best homemade chicken noodle soup you've seen. That yeah. broth is so thick, yeah. you can't see through it. I mean... You know the flavor on that thing has to be ridiculous. So just for that, I mean, I like the other stuff there, which would qual- definitely qualify as comfort yep. food for me anyway. But just that chicken and dumpling soup is enough to go there when you're when you have that feeling. I mean, you can get the fried chicken. Yep. You could get the you know 
whatever country fried steak Mm -hmm. grilled chicken shrimp and grits which i think a lot of people consider a comfort food not like a sick comfort food but a like a southern brings you back home is a shrimp and grits but that that soup just i mean that picture is stupid isn't it yeah it's it's very attractive let's just put it that way looks good i mean you talked about the chicken noodle soup at uh 50s at the 50s but that i mean that thing looks just out of this world yeah it really does so just for that reason that made it to my number two yeah that picture messed me up (laughs) you're thinking about it now aren't you yeah you almost don't like going there just because so many people like it even though you know the food's good yes like you just you spite you you go you don't go out of spite to other people for some reason and i get it i do get that that mindset, but I don't let myself, I don't let that get in between me and some good food just because other people like it. But I do get the mindset. I really do. It's like when everyone likes something, you really don't want to like it. Correct. You, you kind of want to be the contrarian, but then you see a picture of that soup and you're like, mm, maybe, maybe that's not the best way to live life all the time. I, yes. So I get it. I do get it. So what's your number? All that being said, what do we have for your With- number one? With all that being said, and you calling me out, my number mm-hmm. one is Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Oh, jeez! Did you and see that go- picture of that soup? And we're going with, and we're going with the Addie Mae's Chicken and Dumpling Soup. I have the description here: simple, comma, delicious, comma, and filled with house-made dumplings, chicken, and veggies, just like Mama used to make. Twelve dollars. I mean, that's it's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. And you know what? You can take the chicken. You can take the chicken and donuts. You can take all that crap. Give me the country fried steak. Because, that does sound good. That's Because country, like Steakhouse yeah. 71 with the Salisbury steak. Mm-hmm. Get me. I want to know what Art Smith does to a country fried steak. That's actually the only point. ones I ever knew was in a Sweeners or whatever it was called. Frozen dinner. Yeah, or if, well, I think I used to get that. Speaking of ninety nine, I would get that at like restaurant ninety nine once in a while, the country fried yeah. steak, and it's okay. But you know that this place is going to be so much better. It's going to be so good. Sawmill gravy, mashed potatoes, gravy with creamy mashed potatoes and succotash. Come on, I mean that's ridiculous. Come on, even the kitchen plate. But I'm thinking of like a legit, like if you were going there, not feeling up to your hundred percent. You get that soup, and you get the kitchen plate, which is just three sides, and you can get... What is the me- kitchen plate? It's just three sides. You can pick any three sides, and that's all you get, just three sides. Oh, okay. Just three sides. So you could get, like, uh, roasted potato and vegetable medley, mac and cheese, roasted sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, coleslaw, the, those biscuits that everyone likes. I mean, there's a lot... Imagine getting that soup, mac and cheese, biscuits, and like maybe some uh, some veggies, some fresh veggies to go along with it. That's a pretty good little uh, comfort food meal there from Art Smith. There's a lot of good stuff on that menu, but I mean, as far as comfort food, I think what you said, hard to beat the uh, Art, isn't country it? fried steak. But that soup is just... that bro- That broth just messes me up. You look at that, like... You never have seen broth come out of a box look anything like that. No, no. That's one where like it's been soaking in 
the bones and the you know the chicken skins and all the everything has just been simmering for days to get it like that you, you know what's so good about that place because i really do like art smith it's just simple mm-hmm. it's just simple he is traditional farm to table it's just perfect they don't try to, to reinvent it. the wheel no nope. he doesn't know And we've always said that our favorite places, fresh ingredients, simple. Mm-hmm. Give me a decent steak. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, are you ready for for my number one? And this yep. is I'm I'm falling into your trap here. This is my recency bias coming in. Oh, here we go. I need that French onion soup in my life. Steakhouse 71. Uh, Jesus. It's so that's that onion soup. Like if I wasn't feeling good, that might be the first thing that popped into my mind is that French onion soup. And here's the thing for me, because I'm biased just like you. Mm -hmm. And I and I just tried to make things stick. And I kept going to the Grand Floridian Cafe because I'm like, yeah. I just I love the interior. I love the openness, the windows and Right. I kept looking and looking. I'm like, I just, I can't put it down. There's just nothing on that menu that reeks comfort food. And I kept going to different restaurants that were always my one, one A. And I'm like, I can't put it on my list. Right. But I mean, that French onion soup does it for me. That was so good. Yes. I mean, that because you know bite... what you do? You break the cheese up and you just put it under your nostrils. Mm -hmm. And whatever and that, you have going on yeah. in your body is just coming right out. You know, you yeah. might want to put a top over it so that when you're draining the nasal cavities. Yeah, exactly. But we can go right back to what you were talking about. You get that onion soup. You can get the gourmet grilled cheese if you want to go that route. Or the most comfort food item probably at all Disney World is that Salisbury steak. Right. I mean, that's a classic. And that was perfect comfort food because I tried a little bit of it every. Every part of that was so good. It was still it was perfect, wasn't it? I mean, if you're not feeling a hundred percent and you want to get back, like really back, you get that onion soup and that Salisbury steak, and I guarantee you your day's turning around for the better. Guarantee. And that's like I said, it's probably because it's the place I've been to most recently. But that onion soup messed me up big time. That it first bite I started it laughing. Yeah, you did. You started laughing. I think we did. actually it is on our uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, if you want to you go could check go that see out, that. it was so good. That onion soup. But I mean, it's like you said. It all comes back. Really, the soup is the is the main thing. If you look at it, when you think of comfort food, yeah. I mean, I strayed a little bit on a couple of them, but for the most part, if you have a good soup, when you're thinking comfort food, that's going to get you. That's going to get you ninety percent of the way there, isn't it? No doubt. Did you have any uh, honorable mentions, or you want to save that for after the break? Or, no, we or can what? save it for after the break if you'd like. All right. Any final thoughts? Are you are you pretty? No, happy? I thought all I'm, the I think your list was very good, and you know, I had a couple kind of outside the box ones, but I think I don't really regret anything on my list. I think it worked out pretty good. Even the barbecue, which is a little not like again, that's not the feeling sick comfort food. That was like the different style, of, like missing home comfort food almost. But, or even like, you know, like getting over a breakup, like if you just, just 
feel like crap. Just going to pound and ribs. You just, you just want ribs and dirty, like, smoked food, which I know you don't love, but I do like that. So that one was a little bit of a different different one in the middle there. But other than that, I kind of stayed true to what you were thinking with a lot of the soups. All right, so we'll, we'll take our little break here, and then right. we'll do a couple right. honorable mentions and wrap everything up. We will be right back. We are back from break. You just got through listening to episode number 426 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, where we talked the best comfort foods at Walt Disney World. And I did notice uh, not too many places from uh, Magic Kingdom making the list there, Fards. Uh, you know, as, as I'm going through my uh, searches, you, you, I didn't even click on Magic Kingdom. You know, I they did make my honorable mention uh, with the uh, Liberty Tree. So that's what we can get right yeah, into. Yeah, I kind of glanced. I kind of glanced this, at there's Liberty There's no soup, though. So I know that I, that wouldn't make your and list. And that but... was what it was. They start with a delicious salad, but there was no soup. And that's why I took it off my list. But like that turkey dinner and the mashed, like that's kind of traditional comfort food when you think of it. Like No that, doubt about it. Just not the soup. If they had a chicken noodle soup as an option there, that would have definitely oh, made Oh, and then give me some Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, right. I'm all over that. It might have been my number one over Chef Art Smith. Yeah, if it went that way. That's true. So what else did you have on? So that was one of my honorable mentions. What did you have? I had Steakhouse 71 because okay. of the French onion soup. Mm-hmm. And then give me give me that prime rib. Give me Just give me that oh, prime yeah. rib because I just want... I'm probably hungry because I've been feeling lousy and like this is like you just want to try it. (laughs) Yeah, this is like the oh, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Give me some soup and I need some substance now. Yeah, I got you. I hear you. One of the other ones I had, which kind of fits along the same lines when you put uh, Rose and Crown is Raglan Road. I put on my honor. Yeah, you know what? I I had that also on my list. I mean, they have the shepherd's uh, pie. They have. I don't know if they have it right now. I don't see it on here, but they usually have the uh, Guinness beef stew, like you were right, talking about, right, and yep. things like that. I don't see it on the on the menu at the moment. But I mean, there's a lot of that's a huge menu too. There's a lot of stuff on that menu. But I'm, I'm mostly thinking of that that shepherd's pie. Uh, I have the uh, Guinness beef stew and a shepherd's pie. Basically, exactly what you said from Rose and Crown. But I'm just at a different place, and that was my honorable mention at Raglan Road. Did you have any others for honorable mention? Like I said, 50s prime time was honorable mention for me. Um, 
None of the swan and dolphin places make your list. Those are a you little know, too fancy to be comfortable. They're a little, aren't yeah. They? You know, I was looking at my like my favorite narcoosis just because their lobster yeah. bisque is my favorite. So a nice bowl of lobster bisque. But you don't really want to eat like a cream based soup when you're not feeling great either. You want yeah, more of a clear again, broth. I could eat I could eat yeah. just more milk and put it in a bowl. Yeah, okay. Call it soup. I'm I'm crazy with soup. <laughs> How about a little outside the box, I have the uh, the bakery in France. Like, if you just want like some bread and cheese, like, because a lot for a lot of people, that's their version of soup, just like bread and cheese. Well, I did, I I did, I got a soup there, and they gave you a baguette. Mm. Oh, that's a good and point. I just too. kept breaking the, pieces yeah. of the baguette and dipping it in the soup. It's a good way to go as well. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I don't even know what soup they had, but yeah, I got a, I got a soup there. It might have been like a tomato type of. That could be. That sounds like what they would have, like a creamy tomato bisque or something like that. Yeah, it was a cre- It was like a. It was some type of bisque. Right now they have a lobster bisque on there. It menu. was the lot bill. That's what it was. And you see, isn't that funny? And I was just yeah. talking about narcoosis, and now you bring up France, and I'm like, yup, the lobster bisque with the baguette, and I would dip it, and it'd be like a little piece of lobster. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. I'm just thinking of like you get the the bread with the little cheeses and you just kind of again not that's not like a feeling sick comfort food that's a different kind of comfort food or even some chocolate like some people want crave that that's yeah you get a sweet tooth for comfort food which isn't really where you or I go with it but I imagine a lot of people probably have that feeling so that was really that was really it for my comfort food I mean I guess I could have done uh like flame tree barbecue instead of regal eagle as like an honorable mention but i didn't want to go back to that more than once any type of desserts that you like for like a comfort food dessert yeah a brownie i just a brownie that feels like comfort food for me for dessert brownie did now do you like do you like uh the frosting on top or just no just a plain like out of the box brownie like okay i don't i don't need any bells or whistles just a regular, not a corner piece. I'm a middle piece guy. I don't like the, the crispy edges. A little soft, chewy brownie. That's what I want, comfort food wise. So you could you get that probably uh, any of the quick serves. <laughs> you know, they like have sit the... there like in a recliner and watch like a college basketball game in the middle of winter with a few brownies that are, you're holding with a paper towel. Oh yeah, and then you got a nice cold glass of milk to wash it down. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's a good comfort food. I mean, I'm an ice cream guy, but I wouldn't consider that my comfort food dessert. But a brownie, especially if it's still a little warm coming out of the oven. Oh, tell me about it. I'm going to have to go. I haven't had a good brownie in a long time either. Maybe that's why it's like more of a special. Like I never have them. So maybe that's why I'm thinking of it like that. What about you? Is there a dessert that you would... Consider no, comfort food, like, like apple creme, pie or I like something. Like a creme brulee, an apple pie. Because apple pie is kind of a traditional. That would be like a traditional comfort food dessert, I think, for a lot of people. Because you think of like mom's apple pie or grandma's apple pie, fresh out of the oven. Yep. But yeah, I'm not. I like apple pie. That's not a bad one either, to be honest. A good apple pie is hard to beat. There's just you can't always find a good apple pie. Speaking of Zach. Tills, yeah. Uh, he went to Shoeless. He told me that that apple crisp is legit. 
Is that the one you have to order ahead of time? Yeah, yeah, that's what Peter says, is that you have to order it ahead of time. But he said, actually, it's just when they come to the table, he said that you you got to put it in because it takes like 40 minutes or whatever, just Mm -hmm. like their uh, chocolate lava cake. Yeah, yeah. But he told me it was phenomenal. That's interesting. Yeah, give me like, and I don't even like vanilla ice cream, but a little nice apple crisp and throw it Oh, and the ice cream melts on top of it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, apple pie is a good comfort food dessert now that you you say it. And if it's made correctly where it's not super mushy, but it's not super hard, like you bite into it and you can actually... You need al dente. It's like, you know how people talk about like pasta has to be al dente? The apples have to be al dente. It can't be Mm -hmm. applesauce, but they can't be still raw either. You're right. It's got the perfect texture. It's hard to get to that point too. Yeah, because you and I, I, I don't can't speak for you but i'm not a pastry chef no i'm not i wouldn't even try to make an apple pie seems like a lot of work you gotta cut all the apples get a paint yeah forget it i'm not doing dredge them in like cinnamon or whatever the hell sugar or whatever they do yeah that's too much work way too much work i'll be i'll just go to shula's (laughs) i'd rather try the one at shula's than make one myself Speaking of our YouTube page, you did mention it. What uh, what do we have? I saw that we premiered a video recently. Uh, yeah, we just it just went out uh, this evening. Mm, it was nice. um, the other gate, the other arcade over at Jambo House. Jambo House, the Pumbas Playhouse or whatever. Pumbas, it's called, P- Pumbas Fun and Games, I think. Okay, yeah. So which are those two? You have both videos out for the arcades. Which one did you think was? Yeah, kind of like Jambo House a little bit better. Yeah, was it bigger? I think it was a little bigger, and it's right next to the Mara. Right. So, I mean, what better way to get their stew and then go over and play mm, a couple point. games of uh, Guitar Hero? There you go. That is. And a, a spoiler alert: there. they had some really nice old school '80s games. Yeah, I, I did notice that. So check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Um, subscribe. Watch if you watch the videos and you like it. Give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment. We we do like that. That helps us out. What else, Pards? Anything else we want to promote here, or should we just wrap things up and uh, go through all the socials? Uh, you can wrap. We can wrap things up. All right. Well, you know where to find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at WDWBTG. Our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download your podcasts and uh, leave us a rating. It does help as well. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com, Mike at WDWBTG.com, and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I forget anything, sir? That's a negative, parts. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 426 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-I-C